welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. So what's up, Curtis? How much, man? It's good to good to be back on your show. Good to be back and uh, hopefully give a good tutorial of my designs today. Yeah, dude, you guys have come a long way. I feel like when was the first video that we did talking about uh about digital downloads? Digital, yeah, that's probably five months ago. Five, four months yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, it's come a long way since then, man. The software is good. I was actually <laughs> recording like um like a behind the paywall type like tutorial for it. But then y'all kept making so many good improvements. I was like, all right, pause. We'll wait, you know. Yeah, and we're, we're going to continue to do that too. It's uh, it's kind of crazy how many features we're rolling out every day. Just little things we're polishing things off and improving things, trying to get ready for a soft launch. And then an official launch, hopefully sometime in October. But uh, everything's moving along really well. Nice, man. Yeah, so I know that I think a lot of people are familiar. By the way, um, everybody that's here, thank you for showing up to the live stream. I know it's middle of the day. So the recording will, of course, be left up. Uh, on YouTube. So that'll be accessible for anybody that couldn't make it. Um, also, anything we reference that's useful, like I can just update the description later, like after we end the live and put references there. So um, hopefully you guys will have like a nice, um, feel comfortable at least like getting in the software. I know it's scary to start something new, but um, we're trying to do like a nice like step-by-step kind of tutorial Right now is crunch time. The you know Q4 is around the corner. The sales are going to pick up. I was just looking at my uh, my September 2021 sales on Amazon Merch and compared them to my October 2021, and I saw a 25% increase month over month. So we should expect that across the board, like on Etsy too, right? Like this is I'm gonna I've been using, but I'm gonna continue to use my designs to prepare for a huge Q4, just pushing, you know, I've pushed as many as a hundred designs into to a hundred products um, at a time. So I don't know if we'll go that far today. How many, how many products are we going to publish? Yeah, I have a, I have a collection of camping designs. So I'll do about 20 of them. I think that's uh, kind of show off the power of what's possible, but yeah, if you're on the biggest subscription, you can do up to 120 at a time. So, yeah. Which is what you're referring to. Cool. Someone says they already use merch Titans wondering if I would need this. Yeah, so Merch Titans is uh, Merch Titans Automation. I'm assuming is what they're talking about. Is uh, all about more like front end automation, supporting the marketplaces that don't really have APIs. Uh, my design is going to be a lot more for the bigger marketplaces like Etsy, Amazon, and then platforms like Shopify that have direct API integrations. So it's a, it's a completely different product, different audience, different service, but it's all print on demand based. And we do actually have an integration with Merch Titans Automation. So if you want to use my designs to store your designs in our cloud, set up the data quickly, take advantage of all the other features we offer. Then you can go right into Merch Titans Automation, connect your collections and uh, publish designs to those other marketplaces that my designs doesn't support. So there's good synergy between the two products. Yeah, but I'm loving the just direct to <laughs> to currently Etsy. And I mean, whatever, whatever this ends up being in the future, um, yeah, it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, Etsy, Amazon, Shopify. Hopefully we'll have those all done within the next three months. Yeah, Etsy's done. Shopify's actually done. Like I mentioned, I think in the uh, the original video with you, the one last week or two weeks ago, uh-huh. that's done. And then um, we just got to get the Shopify billing API done, and we can release it. So that's exciting. And then Amazon will be right after that. Nice man. Yeah, I was locking in some some sales. I mentioned it in the last video we did, but using the Swift POD integration, publishing new designs, 
seeing some instant success. Of course, anybody watching, like this is something that surprised me when I looked it up and I only went looking for this piece of information because I had experienced it before a number of times. But when you renew something on Etsy, it gets a little boost in search. It doesn't mean it goes straight to the top of page one, but it gets a little bit of like preferential treatment by the algorithm. So sometimes you publish something new and you get a sale immediately. I actually just had somebody email me uh, yesterday that was like, Hey, I just opened my Etsy shop with your advice. Thanks for that. By the way, I got a sale on that dummy product that I actually can't fulfill. And now I don't know what to do. And I was like, Oh, it's a good problem to have. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Um, So do you want to queue up your screen share? And then whenever it's ready, I can add it to the stream. Yeah. So just go over. Let me see. Share screen. Cool. Tracy asked if uh, they'll be able to watch later. Yeah, we'll for sure leave the replay up on YouTube. It's also on Facebook. So you'll be able to reference it, bookmark it. And um, also my designs has a YouTube channel too. So um, I can put that in the description in a link if I didn't already. And that way you'll be able to follow along. Let me exit WhatsApp real quick. There we go. Someone said September is usually a down month in apparel sales. Yeah, I mean, I guess everything's relative, right? So, But I will agree. Like, I felt like August I was steamrolling and then September slowed down a bit. Other people were saying that in Facebook groups and stuff. So, Yeah, the good thing is quarter four is almost here. So everything's going to start ramping up. The payoff. <laughs> yeah, the best time of year. Cool. You ready for the um, screen share? Yeah. So I think I'm sharing it. I've used SteamYard. Yeah, I just have to switch this up here and add it. There we go. And turn off the brand. Getting used to StreamYard here. Getting better. It's like I've been using it for like two and a half years, but I'm still like. (laughs) All right, should we do it? I'm good to go. Yeah, guys. So if you haven't signed up, you can still create a free account right now. The link is at the very top of the description and um, minimal information. You just type it in, hit next, and you get to the dashboard. And that's where we are right now. So basically, when you land it, you can sign up for my designs for a free account and you can absolutely take advantage of all the different features we offer. Once you do that, one of the first things you want to do, of course, we have a lot of video training here uh, to teach you all the different aspects and features we have. So I would recommend starting there. But once you kind of get comfortable with that, you can go over to the listings page. This is pretty much where everything happens. So I'm going to go up where it says home here. And I created a listing earlier called Nature. I'm actually going to create one within that, like a sub um, collection. Um, I'm going to call this Camping. So anybody watching too, like this is a question I've gotten in the past of like, how do you organize your designs? Like, and before my designs existed, like I would say, well, I have on my computer, you know, I, I would make a folder by year. So it'd be like 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. And in the past I've done alphabetically, but I've kind of come to realize that I can do better than that. So typically within the the year folder, I'll do like the niche itself, similar to what Curtis is showing yeah. here. Just helps with organization. Cause for instance, here you can kind of minus out of this. And yeah, you can really it. organize and build as many sub collections within a main collection. What you think about it like niche is kind of that's how I like to uh, do it. But in this case, yeah, so just plus um, I have a template here, which you should have access to Etsy print on demand because today we're going to be creating some T-shirts basically to sell on Etsy. So I'm going to put this in here and there's create collection and now click on it. And now you can see I'm within that collection. Next step is just to upload. So I could drag and drop designs here. Or just open this up and go find my designs. Yeah, and that template, guys, helps with kind of like structuring what information we're going to send to Etsy in this case. And what's cool is you can apply the template if you forget to do it when you create the collection. You can apply it later. Yeah, you can always go at any given time and edit your template and apply any um, 
template you want. We're going to have pre-made templates for everything. So Etsy print on demand, Etsy digital, and Shopify print on demand. And templates are going to work across the board for all these other marketplaces too that we integrate with in the future. Yeah, so Curtis is uh, uploading PNG files, but also if you have SVG, um, that actually, would you say works better? Yeah, so if you're trying to do, for instance, let's say you're taking an SVG file, maybe you're selling it as a digital download on Etsy, and you also want to sell it as a print-on-demand product, then yeah, start with an SVG file. There's some features within my designs that make it easy to um, basically take the SVG, convert it to PNG at 4,500 by 5,400 pixels, and align the position of the design, which I'll actually go over um, on the PNG side. But yeah, you can take an SVG, convert it to a PNG, and then take the PNG and sell it as a print-on-demand product, but also sell the SVG as a digital product. So it's really powerful if you do start with an SVG file. Um, and now these designs are uploaded. So I'm within this collection, uh, this camping collection. You can see that we have a couple of what I call these data sets. These are coming from that template we installed when we created the collection. And at any given time, this template feature up here, I'm not going to go too in-depth here because it's uh, pretty advanced, but you can create as many custom fields as you like, as many data sets as you like up here. And these are what I call file slots down here. They're all empty right now, except for the primary. But you can just click this to create another one. You can make name one, it whatever you like. If you don't mind, make one extra that I was doing this recently and I kind of showed you. But like I was making one, even when I'm selling t-shirts, like I'll make one for a digital mock-up sometimes. And I'll just show like the actual design that's going to be printed using okay. your, your mock-up renderer for digital files. Yeah, let's try that. I'll just name I don't know if people want to do this, but it's something that I've been doing just because like it does give the, the end user like a really nice close up, you know, to it. Yeah, of the graphic. All right. So digital mockup, I'll add that file slot here. And what's uh, what's great about this, these are data sets. These are file slots. You have full control over this. So basically any integration you need to integrate with, you'll be able to add the fields and everything. But that's what our templates are for. So you don't have to get too advanced with that. But when I save this, um, you'll see that everything, all the listings in this collection now inherit that structure. So that's the file slot we just created. These came from the template originally. So you have full control over that. It's really dynamic. Um, now the next thing I want to do is probably look at the filters over here. So on the right side, you can filter the entire collection by these data sets here or the file slots. So when you're working on a particular file slot, like whether you're dragging and dropping files or the data set, you can do that here. So for instance, I'll move to keywords and file slots. You can move to any of these. And again, they come from the template. So however you set those up, you have full control over that. Yeah, it's useful oh. because my designs isn't just helping us create like optimized listings. It's helping us do it in bulk. So we're not only, you know, doing multiple at a time, but we're making like really nice optimized uh, listings. Yeah, that's um, right. And that's kind of the the key point too from the beginning is we want to enable this bulk production that doesn't really exist in the space. So instead of repeating the same process over and over, you can queue everything up in bulk. So whether it's mockups or generating tags, just queue it up in bulk and do it once instead of, you know, 20 times, 30 times. Yeah. And by the way, guys, I'll uh, answer questions in a little bit. So I don't want to interrupt the like tutorial too much. So you can you can ask questions, but we'll probably get to them in, in just a few minutes. All right. So one of the other features I really like, and we're going to keep expanding on this, but is basically the ability to take the file name. So up here, you can actually see these are different um, options. So file details. You can see the name of my file here for each of these. And I named it basically with the primary keyword, which really in this case is coming from the design itself. So I want to take this name of the file and put it into one of the fields. So I'm going to go back to edit. I'm going to select all these and go to more actions and edit in bulk. And in this case, I'm going to go to that primary keyword field because this is where I want to take that file name and place it. So I'm going to go add to front and then just add a variable. And this is really cool. So you can change it to app, which the file detail I just showed you. And right here, I can get the file name. You can get a preview. 
I'm going to put that in that primary keyword field for all 20 of these listings. So you can see that's here now. That's a really strong thing to do, guys. Like it may have seemed complicated, but I swear it's like you do it every time you upload files to my designs. Just name your file, the primary keywords, do what he just did. And now you can access those primary keywords on a profile basis, uh, you know, and use them in like titles, descriptions, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. It's really powerful. Um, and then in this case, I don't want the MTA underscore, right? Which you can see each of these have. So I'm just going to copy that, go back to more actions, kind of do the same thing. Go to that primary keyword field. I'm going to go find and delete. We have a list of actions here. So find it, add the front and add the end and then find and replace. You can find and replace words in bulk, find and delete. Basically in this case, that's what I'm going to use and overwrite and clear field. A bunch of really useful actions there. So I can put that in here and you can see it removes it as the preview and then just apply it. And now those are gone. So now I have the actual keyword that I want in this field for all these listings. And I'm going to go back to the listings. So right now we're kind of just setting up the data. And I won't take up too much time because you can go really advanced with this. But So I'll keep the, the titles and descriptions and all that pretty simple. But uh, I do want to show a few more things. In fact, I'm going to actually just edit the titles. Let's go add the front. Now I want to take that keyword we just added to this field. I can just do values instead of app because it's now in a field. I put it here and I'm actually going to add shirt on the end and add a few more simple keywords. We'll go with that. So you get a preview again, this keywords here, and that's going to apply on all the listings. Yeah. So I think Etsy gives you like 140 characters in the title. So you can see um, here too. Yeah. But each of these now have the keyword in there and a few basic camping related um, search terms. Now, if I was going to go, and actually sell these, then I would put more time into the titles and descriptions. But for this example, to keep it short, I think that's good enough. So the title, in a sense, is done. Um, the tag generator, we have actually have tag generators. Um, they're kind of a work in progress right now. We have some big updates coming to them. So I don't know if I'll touch on those today. But essentially, you can basically do what we did earlier and generate tags in bulk. So 13 tags for your listings, getting it from a, like Etsy or Redbubble to basically just input them into the field for all these now there are there are some bugs with it right now, so I'm not going to show that. But I, I use it though, like every time, and I've done it for in the last like two weeks, probably like 400 new new listings that I've created. And I mean, yeah, it's not perfect, but it, like it works. And the cool thing yeah. is, like with the Etsy tag generator specifically, it works within the confines of Etsy, right? Like where you have the restriction of 20 characters max, 13 tags. So I love that you can just kind of input your primary keyword, tell it to generate 13, and it goes. Yeah, exactly, and that's again comes from the template which is really cool. So for instance, on this tags field, you can see that this should actually be three, but three characters to 20, you have max of 13 characters. So you have control over that, right? With your template. And then in, if you go over, let's say over 20 characters for tag, which I'll actually just show you here. It's going to tell you, you know, that's over the length and it'll highlight the tag that's over. So it's not going to like stop you from adding the tag, but it's not gonna let you publish it if you have that tag in the field. So everything has to be validated within my designs before it pushes out to Etsy, which is a good thing. So I can just click that to remove it. And again, you can add individual tags here too. So if you have like a list of like common separated tags, you can just copy paste them and they'll go right into the tag field. Or just add yeah, individual like, tags like this. In this case, what I would do is I would just go to like my notepad plus yeah. plus. And I've got like little references that I have where I can just kind of do a bulk replace, you know, on my computer. And you know, in this case, like the primary keywords we're using are a little bit long. Like it says, like always take the scenic route, which it makes sense. It's putting the yeah. text from the actual design as the file name, which then my designs uses as the primary keyword. 
um, which we could right now feed into the Etsy tag generator and it would get yeah. relevant tags. But like, I can also just go put like a bunch of generic, like camping shirt, camping t-shirt, camping gift. And I could just copy paste all of them right now so that the tags aren't blank, for instance. Yeah. And you can also do that in bulk. So in this case, you want to add, let's say you had some generic camping shirt, camping tee. I'm going to add a few of these. I'll just do that. But this is going to add it to all of them. Now, of course, you can add variables too, which would take that primary keyboard. But as Ryan said, some of them are too long. In fact, I'll just add it. Let's add that in here. So now you can see it down here. But it's going to be too long on some of those, so we'll just manually remove it. Now, in this case, you see these are all too long, but we added tags in bulk to our fields. This one's good to go. So let's go remove everything that's too long. And then in some cases, you could just break those up and add them manually. I like so that it's one click to remove them. Then you yeah. got just don't forget to click save listing. Sometimes I forget. It's control F. We actually added that recently too, which I nice, just did dude. to, to nice, save the nice. listing. So just the little things, right? <laughs> Um, and now I'm just going to add a really generic description. Actually, let me pull up my other screen. I think I have one of these opened up. Yeah, so I always I'm, keep on like my my computer. I just have a little like I always have Notepad open because I used to be a web developer, so I'm just used to it. Like my Notepad plus plus, and I just have like a you know one file that's that's just for my designs, and I have like my you know t-shirt label, sweatshirt label, digital file label, and underneath each label I have like a here's a tags template, here's a description template, etc. Yeah, which is really smart to do it that way. Um, and I wanted to show you this. So I just took a, a description I have on one of my other collections and just paste it into here. So this is what I call an active variable. And again, I'm not going to get too, too much depth here. We do have videos on this, but this is really, really powerful because you can set at the template level. When you create a template, you can set a generic description that maps all the keyword fields. So really when you just populate a lit or a collection of your different designs, you add the keyword, it'll populate your descriptions. It can populate your titles, populate part of your tags and it's done. So this, in this case, I'm just adding the title right here. And I only added it to this particular listing just to show you as, a, as an example, but I'm going to copy this, explain how this works. So basically, this is what I call a data set again, and this one's named listing. So it's going to be the data set in these brackets, dot the field that you want to implement into it. So in this case, title. So when you click out, you get the real preview. And if anything, I change. So this is what I call active variable. So adding this too, you can see it populates in real time at all times. So Basically, it gets to where you can control your keywords for your entire collection or your entire listing from one or two or three fields, which is really powerful. So take this and actually just go add it to all of these. I'm going to overwrite. Just add that. So now it'll be on all the listings, and it'll put the title in for each of these. So you can see here. Yeah, that's amazing. And that the adding something like the title to the top of the description is like more important now than it used to be. Etsy came out with that update that... They're basically, instead of creating like a generic kind of templated um, meta description that they send to Google, you know what I mean? That, that Google will show in search results. Now they're doing more of like a, hey, whatever's at the top of your description is what we'll show. So yeah. Help with your SEO to have your primary keywords there. Yep, agreed. And then inventory pricing. This isn't a big deal because you can do it during the publishing process, but I'm just going to go through and add some in bulk again just to show that. Let's just go overwrite. Pricing will just go and add quantity. I don't even think we need quantity for print on demand, but we'll just add it. Yeah, I think it just sends like 999 by default. Now that's done. You can see how quickly that's, you go back to the listing type, type uh, tab. And uh, 
In this case, basically the date is ready. Now, again, if I was actually selling these, I'd spend more time on the title and the tags, make it better. You can see in this description, I have, actually have it set up as the Bell Canvas, which can be the 3001. So I'm going to use that, that shirt in the example. But now I want to actually generate some, some mock-ups before I go and publish these. Um, so I'm going to go. Yeah, this is, I love the mock-ups, man. This is what you should have led with just to pique everybody's yeah, yeah. attention. <laughs> yeah, the data stuff's the boring part. Now we'll get into the fun stuff. Um, so the mock-up library, we're going to keep adding a bunch of mock-ups to this. You can see that we already have you know quite a few that are in here. This is just the clothing category. But nice. what's really actually coming in about a week, we're almost ready with it, is the custom mock-up um, system. So you can be able to upload your own PSD files. It's your own mock-up system. Plug them into my designs and either keep them oh, private right. or use them yourself in bulk with our mock-up generators or uh, you know eventually share them with other users and down the road be able to sell them to our customers as well. But I'm going to go search for this Bella. 3001. These are some my of my dogs just knocked over the green screen. So anybody that's live just saw the room that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> These two dogs, little man. chihuahuas. Yeah, I had to put mine downstairs before we started the call. Yeah, good call. Um, so some of these are just my mock-ups. Some of them are public. But for instance, this is one of my mock-ups. I'm going to show this to you. I'm going to just generate a preview. Again, it's just showing one of the listings. You can see we actually have 20 listings selected here. If you get a preview of that. I like it. So I'm going to cre click create mock-ups. I don't know what's going on there. I haven't seen that issue yet. Let me refresh this real quick. You think it's the mock-up? I don't think it's the mock-up I've been using, but we did apply a bunch of updates this morning. So we'll gotcha. see if it's we'll see if it's that. Yeah, I've never had any issues generating mock-ups. Yeah, it's always it's always smooth. <laughs> when you go live, that, that changes everything. <laughs> we'll, we'll try another one just to just to make sure. I mean the preview's working, so. Yeah, guys, you can generate preview as you go too. If you're unsure what it's going to look like, uh, that's always nice. Yeah, and again, I'll just show you a preview of one of your listings. And I do recommend you batch your collections. For instance, these are dark designs. Um, batch your designs that way. And then, of course, by niche as well. It makes it way easier to set the data in bulk and the mock-ups and all that. So it's someone great. asked like I, that I distracted them. They said, did you just say we can make custom mock-ups? Do you want to repeat that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Custom mock-up system is our, our custom mock-up system is done. So if you have PSD mock-ups using smart objects, you're going to be able to take those PSD files and upload them to your My Designs account and then tap into them with the mock-up generator like I just showed you. So you can keep them private. You can use your own custom mock-ups. But let's say you have 120 listings you want to generate five or six different mock-ups for and you have your own files, you'll be able to do that. So it's going to save you a lot of time. And that, that'll be ready next week sometime. We're releasing that feature. Dude, that's going to be crazy, man. Yeah, and that's I forgot to so see how this is actually, you know, low. I'm actually glad I did this. So some of these are down in the middle of the shirt because that's how it was on the design file. So with my designs, because we take the approach of allowing you to do everything in bulk, you have to control the positioning of the design on the canvas. So like that 4,500 by 5,400 pixel canvas, you want to move those designs to the top. And we do have a feature that will actually... Let you do that in bulk. So, like for instance, this one and this one, these are all right in the middle. These two. So I'm gonna actually take all these and align them top, then recreate that mock-up. So yeah, I love that because that's like a pet peeve of mine that I always call out when I see. I'm like, align it to the top. Yeah, it is, especially with t-shirts, because almost everybody prefers that design towards the top. So I'm gonna go to image utility. This is another feature. Again, I have all 20 of these selected. So image utility and then resize image. This is actually really, really powerful. I'm gonna create a new file slot in bulk. Let's call it POD. And then re resize based on dimension. So I'm going to go 4,500 by 5,400 pixels. And I'm going to align this design towards the top with a little bit of padding. So if I generate a preview, it'll it'll give me one preview of one of these. So I'm going to click resize image. 
And now that's uh, queued up in bulk. So when it's done, I'll, I'll show you what, what that actually did. Yeah, dude, the, this app is so powerful that it's like you want to show it, but you don't want to overwhelm people watching. That yeah, it's, it's so crazy. There's so much you can do. And there's so many little features that I just think a lot of people aren't aware of yet. But so that's done. Um, let me switch over to that POD file slot. Let's go to the grid view. So you can see these are all lined top with a little bit of padding. Now, this case, in this case, so every one of these, this right here, that's much better. So now I feel better about using that file as the print file when I'm creating my products and mockups. So really, I need to go delete. Let me switch over to these mockups. Delete these mockups and regenerate them because obviously this is in the middle. So I'm going to go, again, show you another feature we have. Uh, delete files. Now you can select all these file slots if you want it. In this case, it's just the mockup one, which is where that file, that mockups contain. So I have all 20 of these selected. I'm going to go confirm and just delete those. All right. They said it's like every app they use rolled into one. That's how I feel too. That's why I'm just like, it's amazing for me because y'all know I'm busy enough with like just running the YouTube channel, but this allows me to keep my print on demand growing. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's what I did too, is all these different processes where you have to go out and use all these different third-party services or apps that take a lot of time. We're trying to bring all those in for the creators that kind of everything they generally need to monetize their, their artwork. We're trying to bring that into my designs and just make it so it's all enabled in bulk. You can do everything in bulk. You can publish products in bulk. And of course, fulfillment is also a part of that. So you just save a lot of time at the end of the day. Um, so I deleted that file. Now I have the POD file here. I'm actually going to move this just so it becomes like the default. You don't have to do that. But now that POD file is here with everything aligned top, you see in this case. So the next step, I'm going to go regenerate those mockups. It's got to select all. As you do that, um, Cowgirl Jane had asked, is my designs the production partner which ships in response to the Etsy order? So all you need is the scenario is a combo of my design and Etsy? Yeah, exactly. So we're going to eventually have, you know, a lot of different print fulfillment partners right now. We have two, we have print for you and we have Swift POD. We've been in talks with Monster Digital, so that's coming hopefully soon. And then a few other big print fulfillment partners. But yeah, we'll continue to add more and more partners. So it'll work like Printify or Printful where you use my designs Upload your designs, create these products, publish them to Etsy. Now, when an order happens on Etsy, it'll route through my designs. We'll charge you the base cost to print and ship the product, and it'll send the order over to the print provider to print it and ship it for you. So, yeah, fulfillment's fully automated through us. Yeah, and Swift POD is like one of the biggest ones on Printify. So, yeah, they're, they're big and they're really reliable, especially when it comes to quarter four and stock issues and things like that. They do a good job. So I queued up those uh, those mockups. And what's cool too, I don't think a lot of people know this. While that mockup's running, I could actually just go back to the mockup generator and generate more and queue those up and generate more. But you see how fast all 20 of those are generated. So let's go back and show that. So now you can see, yeah. So now this is a line top on these shirts because we use that new resized image. So that's much better. They look good. I'm going to go generate a few more. Yeah, so someone, they'd asked if this integrates to Amazon Merch On Demand. Uh, it doesn't, but you can use like the image utility stuff like Curtis just showed. And there's actually even more, like you can like add um, clipping masks to your, you know, images and make it, you know, like glittery and, you know, do stuff like that. And then you can resize or reposition in bulk and then you can just download in bulk. Yeah. So. Well, actually, we probably should touch on that. I'll go publish these products first and maybe okay. I'll come back to that and uh, show that off. Okay. It's going to generate that mock-up. Let's do one more. That way we have three different mockups here. Um, it will do this one. And some of these are, are just like, again, my own custom mockups. So that, the other one's already done. Nice. 
I'm gonna switch back. This one's done now too. So just like that, I mean, that's that's 20 different listings. Um, we generated three mockups each. So yeah, it's like 60 mockups. Took like less than 30 seconds, essentially, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, I could keep generating mockups, right? Um, you did want to do the digital thing, right? Let's see. I'm yeah, try someone that. had asked if they can convert the digital files to POD, but I think you basically just answered that from what you've shown thus far. Yeah, yeah, you can. Through the image resize feature, let's say you have an SVG file that you're selling as a digital product. You can actually just go resize the SVG file because the output's going to be a PNG file with a transparent background. Um, you just set the 4,500 by 5,400 pixels, which is what we require when you're publishing print-on-demand products. And then you would use that as the print file when you're publishing, that newly resized PNG file from the SVG. So yeah, you can start with an SVG, sell it as a digital product, convert it to a PNG, and sell it as a you know print-on-demand product too after. Um, let's go to the digital category. So you like some of these, right? Yeah, yeah. The keywords probably blank and just put that on there. Um, I don't know if you actually let's put the. Yeah, I usually do like work in keywords, but I'll like sometimes combine keyword one and two or something like that. You know, like make keyword two the product type and then. Yeah, and so in this I case, probably put, put shirt there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just leave that as is though, so we can generate that. It's more for a digital mockup, but should work in this case too. But yeah, if you guys want to sell digital files and you missed our previous like video from a couple months back, like that also works really well here. It lets you frame your digital files like really nicely so that you can charge a premium or just charge a dollar. I mean, whatever you want to charge, but. Yes, now you kind of got that. In this case, I probably should have used the one that's centered, but it's good to, you had to preview everything like this first. Yeah, I mean, which we do have the original in this. Let's see. So I'd probably use this one, which you can choose, by the way, in the mock-up generator. You can choose which input file you want to use. So in that case, it would have been great for that as the example. But now let's go back. So I think we're ready to basically publish these, yeah? I think so. So I'm going to go, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to select all 20 of these. We're going to we're going to publish 20 Bella 3001 t-shirts to Etsy. Go to publish products and I choose the store. This is just one of our test accounts. Let's go to, you can choose the categories here on Etsy. So I'm just leave it on t-shirts. And again, you can map these fields. So if you've created your own template using custom fields, you can map them however you like. So an example of this. But obviously we want the title here and then the description field, the tags, we kept everything pretty simple, pricing, put that in there and then click next. And now this is where you'll have our, our product catalog. Uh, we have 11 different products right now with a lot more coming, but this is the, this is a start. So I'm gonna go to women's, all t-shirts to t-shirts and then the Bella 3001 here. And you can see the two different print providers we have. So Swift POD and Print Fourier with the different pricing offered. And of course, all the colors. Swift has a lot more colors in this case and a little better pricing too. So I'm going to click on that. And these are just built-in mockups. Like these ones are a little different than the mockup generator. So you can generate mockups before you publish and use those during the publishing process. So I'm actually going to select all those that we created. So you can see now we have these here. And a new feature we just added. So... It shows this as primary because I actually have that black select. Let's change these colors. I'll leave it at those two. But a new feature we just added is you can actually drag and drop these, which will, will be the order oh, they, nice. show up, they show up on Etsy. So if you want to, let's say this is the primary, this is the secondary, third one, fourth here, and so forth. And these ones are like in real time to kind of give you a preview of what it looks like. Let me go here. So you can see these. You change the color and kind of see what you like. Someone asked about uh, Gildan shirts. I think you do have at least like a couple Gildans in there. At least I know there's at least one, right? You have the 5,000. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have the Gildan 5,000. We have the 18,000 sweatshirt too. 
and we'll yeah, keep adding the, more. We also have a guild and tank top. I think it's a fifty-two hundred. Cool. But we'll we'll continue to add more products. Yeah, it just Under requires these mock-ups and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can switch through these, right? You can see these all generating in real time, kind of get a look of what it looks like. Here's another example. And some of these mock-ups are a work in progress, but I don't have to actually use these. So I could turn those off, right? Just use my own custom mock-ups. And let's say I do want a size chart. You can actually generate these on the spot too. So it'll have your, your shirt in here. And there's actually better ones too. We're working on these. This is an example. We'll continue to add more size charts here, eventually color charts and uh, more mock-ups too that you can just, what we're going to do in this case is generate these when we're publishing it for all 20 of your listings. So I'm going to go with that and I think we're good to go to the next step. Yeah, that's sick, man. The size chart is so good. Like anybody who's watching this that isn't adding size charts to your listings that you were doing manually before, I think like you should probably go back in time and just add a sizing chart anyways to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth it, especially on Etsy. Unless you so include wait, it in your description, which we don't by default, but the size charts are awesome. Real, real quick, because um, while we're kind of on the subject, like someone wants to know, so about uploading your own mock-up templates. I know you had mentioned this a second ago, but like, do you want to just touch on that one more time? Yeah. So next week sometime, we're actually almost done with our custom mock-up system, which means you're going to be able to take your own PSD files, your Photoshop documents that use smart objects. You'll have to follow our guide to make sure your layers are named the proper way. But once you do that, you'll just drop them in your own My Designs account. We'll validate it on the spot, and then you'll be able to use it in bulk with our mock-up generator. So if you have your own mock-up files that you want to use specifically for your own products, you're going to be able to do that very soon. Hopefully that answers the question pretty well. Yeah. I had found someone on Fiverr that can do it. Um, you know, They weren't perfect, though. So if there's somebody out there that's like really good, maybe that dude can just like make a bunch of money just from everybody that's going to need their own custom mock-ups. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed. And like again, it's, it's Photoshop documents. So a lot of people use those like to create their mockups using smart objects because it's so easy, but there's nothing really out there that lets you do it in bulk. So if you have your own mockup files, you want to upload to my designs, now you can be able to do that in bulk, which is really, really powerful. Just automate the entire process essentially and keep the mockups to yourself. So if you have your own style that you use on your shops, those are all yours. You can keep them to yourself, keep them private. Um, and this, this is the pricing page here. So you can basically edit the different variants, different colors, in bulk, again, there's, you can see up here, there's actually 20 different listings. So I click through the different pages that show, show the listing. I'm gonna go back to page one. I already edited some of the pricing, but to show you what this is, 2XL, maybe I'll go 38.98 and apply that. And 3XL, I'll go, oops, I have white selected. So I actually wanna go all colors and redo that. So lots of bulk pricing controls. And then yeah. if you want to do a loss leader too, this is a really nice way because you can just select like one size and uh, yeah, make and that then, like half price or something. Which is kind of what I was doing there. So on Etsy, if you can run like a, a discount at that loss lead, like you said, then it'll show you the actual price you want to sell it for and at that discount. So this is done uh, for all 20 of these listings. So I click next. You kind of get a preview here. You see the print provider you chose right here, uh, the sizes, colors and all the information about the particular listing. And we will eventually show all the mockups you selected here too. <clears throat> but uh, this is ready to go. So if I click publish, now it's gonna queue all 20 of those listings up and um, generate the mockups or the size charts that we chose to generate and, and uh, create the listings on Etsy. So once that's done, um, I'll move over to Etsy. I guess while we wait for that, I'm gonna go and show color overlay real quick. So this, this is what you're were, you were referring to earlier. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the white design because this one's already black. Um, so let's say you want the off color. So you could choose any color you want. Let me just throw a random color here to show you. 
and again, you can do this in bulk. So let's say I wanted a white version of this and I created that white file slot because we already have the black version. Now I could just click apply and it's going to queue that up in bulk. So once that's done, it'll place it in this file slot we created. Yo, can you show real quick the pattern overlay? Yeah. And that same thing, image great. utility, pattern overlay. Uh, let's go. These are the different Even colors. Just a preview. Yeah. Yeah. Just a preview. These are different uh, patterns we have to give you an idea. Some hey, do the gold real quick. My bad oh, to cut you, I'll cut you off. The, the glitter gold, because this is trending right now. It's like in September we wear gold. Uh, sorry, it was down a little bit Let's see towards the bottom. It says like glitter gold. Oh, yeah, right here. Glitter rose gold or gold? Here we go. Sure. So show you a preview of this. This is the pattern overlay. And we're, gonna, we're going to in, uh, implement um, Unsplash in Pixabay. So you can just search patterns and apply it to your designs in bulk. So you don't have to like, or eventually you'll be able to upload your own patterns too. Um, another one I like is these watercolor. Let's try this one. And I'll actually just create this file. Because someone was asked about doing this for Merch by Amazon, right? And then... Yeah, like this would be a way you could utilize that. But also like just digital files in general. You could upload one file, like do a couple yeah. different conversions and sell it as like a bundle of five files. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to show you. So we created this white version here. So let me just switch that over. You see, it's like a whole suite of tools. Um, so we got the offs. Like, so now we have the black version, which is here. I got the white version. Now we have this new one that just finished up, which is the watercolor. Oops, let's go back. I'll show that. Yeah, it's so cool, dude. <laughs> so, so if you cool. wanted these, like I have all 20 selected just to kind of give you an idea. You can go download as zip. Let's choose that watercolor file slot. And you can choose what you want it named as. So the file name, which is, again, that primary keyword or the slot name. So we'll go file name in this case. And um, it'll just create a zip file with all those, all 20 of those. And, and I can put I can select multiple. So I'll open one of these up real quick. See, it has that file name. Got to give you an idea. And these are 4,500 by 5,400 pixels. So, so in this case, you could use this on Merch by Amazon. But you can you can create all these different variations of your designs and then download them and use them however you like. Same thing with mockups. You can download any of these files. Use them however you like. Um, I'm going to go back. Let's go to Etsy now. I think those, those are done. So I'm over here on our test Etsy shop. I'm going to refresh this. You can see draft all 20 of these. So if I was ready, I could actually click in one of these to show it. So you can see it has all the different mockups. Fellow YouTuber, Income Stream Surfers, shout out. Good channel, worth subscribing. And again, this digital mockup that Ryan recommended, and then the size chart. So it generated the size chart on demand, and we're going to have a lot of different mockups through the publishing process that'll do that too. So you don't have to do custom mockups, but I recommend it. Um, of course, all the other information's here. All the variants are set up how we want it with the pricing. You see here. In this case, like this, these listings are all ready to go. So all you'd have to do is just select them all, click publish, and yeah, uh, guys, you can also it. do the the bulk like select and then editing options. Yeah, and change like the renewal, change the production partner, change the section, and put them in like t-shirts or whatever you know whatever it is you want to do. Like I like that Etsy, they did yeah. get that part right. Their UI yeah, kind of sucks at a lot of yeah. <laughs> it's it's good at this. And yeah, these are nice features too. Like he's saying, like change the production partner, change the sections. You have full full control of that in bulk when you're ready. Publish, pay the fee. Now when an order happens, it's going to route through us and fulfillment's fully automated. So that's uh, yeah. that's twenty listings and, published to Etsy. And when you get an order, like uh, I noticed, like my designs will email you and say, like, hey, you know, we've yeah. billed you in this amount for this order. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll send an email every time we charge you the base cost to print and ship the file, so you're aware of what's going on, and then. 
uh, the tracking number and everything will automatically placed will be given to the customer and submitted to your Etsy order uh, when that's done too. So everything's fully automated. Yeah, and you have a cool dashboard that kind of shows you your sales across you know the different yeah. platforms so and whatnot. This is this is my test account, so you can't actually see this. There's no sales yet on this, but uh, yeah. So when you get sales data, it'll start to report it all right here in the order page too. Actually, we'll show you all the different orders and what's going on, the status if it's shipped, it's created, or it's in progress. You'll be able to follow the order um, through the entire journey to the customer. But uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it for this auto translate and a bunch of other features. But uh, that kind of covers some of the main things around print on demand. Yeah, you guys got all this done and it's still in beta, but we're doing yeah. you're doing the soft launch, right? Yeah, so we're gonna do the soft launch tomorrow. Basically, we feel comfortable uh, starting to release the product and bringing a lot more users in. So we're gonna do that tomorrow, and then sometime in October we'll do an official launch. But everything I feel is polished enough to where we can bring a bunch of customers in. Hey, clapping it up right now. That was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. And I only covered some of the features. Like I said, I don't want to take too much time, but there's a lot of possibilities here. Yeah, I mean, if you need to share anything else, let me know. Otherwise, man, that was that was great. I think that covers the key points. Um, I didn't actually show you how to connect an Etsy shop, right? So, Do you want to do that real quick? Yeah, so I, I already have my shop connected, but it's really simple. You just go to settings. Let's say you already have your Etsy shop. You'll go over to integrations Etsy, and you'll just click this connect account button which will pull up Etsy and you'll just click grant access. And once that's done, there'll be another button here to click um, connect shop because that connects your Etsy account. There's one more button that'll say connect shop. And when you do that, you'll have, you can see in this case, and you could connect multiple shops by the way. So let's say you have a digital product shop or a print on demand and the print on demand shop and they're separated. You can connect multiple shops and use one my designs account to basically manage all your, you know, your print on demand products or your digital products, et cetera. Dude, that's so cool, man. And yeah, so anybody worried about the integration, Etsy is like the most straightforward. It's like three or four clicks. So yeah, super, yeah, it's cool. super easy. Cool, man. That's that's great. Um, so now if you guys have questions, that was a great time to uh, yeah. to ask. I know there was a couple. Um, Craig had asked, if you want to make changes after the designs have been published to Etsy, can you republish the same listings? Or if you publish again, does it create new? Um, you would publish right as of right now, you'd have to republish them, but you can go into Etsy and change anything you want. Just don't change the SKU because we need the SKU to be exact same for fulfillment, but you can go into Etsy and modify your listings however you want. Um, in terms of like republishing, that's a really good question because you can republish the design as different products, right? So I could do go back and change up the data and publish it as a sweatshirt and a t-shirt and then any, like a, a tank top and a hoodie. So you can use the same listing, just modify and change and create new products with it, which I recommend. And we're building templates to make that even easier to do, by the way. But um, let's see what was the other part. Yeah, of that that's, that's something that I do too. Like the, the secondary keyword, you can set the product type. And that way, if you want to republish as a different product type, like instead of ever hard coding the word t-shirt, just pull in secondary variable, you know? Yeah. And that's a really good idea. And we're going to build templates that are already all set up that way where you basically just have a keyword field. You put in your keywords put in the product and it populates the data for you. So you can switch, change it to sweatshirt, change it to hoodie, et cetera, and publish those. Obviously you'll change up the tags, but that's about it. Um, and we are building a feature by the way, Craig, that will allow yeah. you to sync your listings from my designs to your Etsy shop, to your Etsy listing. So if you publish one of these listings or let's say 20 of these to Etsy and you wanted to make changes inside my designs and click a sync button, it'll sync the data to your Etsy listings. So that's coming that's a big feature. So it's going to take some time, but, that's uh that's on our roadmap. Nice man. 
Uh, they said, if you create images with mask, glitter, et cetera, do you upload them again to generate different listings? Um, you don't have to upload them again. I mean, they're already in here. So if you wanted to, let's say, take this um, this watercolor one. I think, I think she, um, she meant here. I can screen share again. But yeah, it's like it depends on how you want to sell it, right? Because like if you push if you push the white version to a shirt, like that skew exists, and if it gets sold, it's gonna send your customer the white version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, even if you publish like the watercolor mock-up, it's like the you know what I mean. Think of like the the software kind of knows what the primary design file that you select is, and that's what yeah. it's gonna count as. I'll actually show you real quick. Let's go to t-shirts. So when you're doing that, when you're publishing your product, see here. This is the print file that's going to be used. So if you wanted to use the watercolor, it's probably isn't going to print too well. You could change the print file. So this, when you create a product, you select the print file here. When that's created, that's the design we're going to use to send off to the printers. So that's really important right there. It's a good question. Um, yeah. But if you do like um, digital files, for instance, like you could just, you could use my designs to bundle, right? And that way when it sells, it'll deliver the bundle to the customer. Yeah, yeah, you can. So when you when you're publishing through my designs, your digital products. If you have multiple products, yeah, you can you can bundle them up, and it'll create one zip file that contains all those files from the different file slots. Yeah, so that's super cool. All right, sorry, I'm like clicking a million things trying to. No, you're good. See this uh, streamyard? Still suck at it. Um, very new here. Where is the list of products available with the fees? So right now we are actually building a product catalog that'll be public facing. So it'll be on the front end of our website. That's not done right now. You basically have to go sign up for my designs, go to the publish, have a listing and come into the, the product library, product catalog to so see the different nice. products there. And if you click into a product, you'll see who offers it and the pricing, but that's, I know that's not very intuitive. So we do have the, the product catalog coming. It's in the works. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Um, Karen said you just answered her question. She has multiple shops. So that was great thinking, you know, like whoever, whoever came up with that initially, like that was the initial approach instead of having to go back and add it later. Like y'all, y'all were already on top of that. Yeah. Nice. So another 20 listings uh, set up. Yeah. Like if this was me guys, like I would, because we're heading into like cold season, you know, like I would not just be publishing to shirts. I'd be publishing to like sweatshirts or hoodies yeah. as well. And I, and I think Hazel too, that's a good a good uh, thought she brought up. It's like another 20 listings, so that's 20, and now another 20. But a feature we're building into My Designs, because we've been listening to our community, a lot of people are recommending this, is uh, when you're going through that publishing process, you're going to be able to, in the future, you're going to be able to eventually say, I want to sell this design as a t-shirt, as a sweatshirt, and as a hoodie in the same Dude, listing. So it'll be in the that, same listing on Etsy. If you do that, that was the next question, by the way. That would be like... Oh, absolutely incredible man yeah yeah that's that's coming we've already discussed internally it's definitely possible it's on our roadmap there's a lot of features that are coming we got so much to do but we're really excited yeah because that's that instantly saving really people the fees of the listings yeah so basically i have three products in one listing or four i think there's a limit on the variance but for the most part you can definitely do two or three products per listing that's gonna be crazy so is that is it etsy just Etsy right now? Yeah, Shopify's coming very soon. Again, the Shopify app is done. We just have a few things that they're making us get into the app first. So we're hoping to have that done in three weeks um, so we can get it released. And then after awesome. Shopify, the focus is Amazon Seller Central. 
Dude, good luck with that because I saw like Gear Bubbles API broke. Printful is not really having issues, but there's issue with the brand publishing. Yo, the dogs on my side are going crazy. I apologize. I kind of need to jump off. All right. I think we're hopefully we answered everybody's questions. Yeah, I think so. I mean, someone asked something about VAT. Is that something you're going to potentially add? Uh, so if Etsy collects the VAT taxes and what we're doing, it's still a work in progress. But what we're doing is taking the, the number Etsy gives you per the order and putting it on the packages that are printed to the customer. So that way they're not paying VAT tax when they receive the package because nice. they already paid it on Etsy. So, yeah, we're working on that. It's kind of already done, but we got to test it more. Someone said they'll Insta subscribe if you can uh, do the the multiple products. I mean, that's a, that's a, like it's a coming, no, yeah. no brainer. That's like super. That's amazing. Yeah, that's coming. Dude, that's that's awesome. Um, all right, guys. Well, the replay will remain up. Someone said I should add timestamps to the video. So I will do that because it's actually a great suggestion um curtis man thank you for being here that was a great demo and i look forward to not only like using it continuing to use it the way i already have been but you know the future stuff that you're talking about sounds amazing yeah uh, thank you ryan thanks for having me and i got one more thing if you guys have any more questions um you can come over to the my designs community again you can sign up for a free account go to the community set up your profile ask us any questions you like uh, we'd love to see them awesome all right i'll see you guys later see ya